Early in 1914, George accepted a job as the manager of the Paris branch of Cox's Bank. And that spring, Georgette and her family moved into a maisonette on the Avenue Marceau. It was an ideal location in the heart of the city, just off the Champs-Élysées, with a view of the Arc de Triomphe and the Étoile. Georgette delighted in her new surroundings, with their wide, open boulevards, busy cafés, and endless variety of things to see and do. It was a marvellous time to be in Paris, for it was then at its zenith as the cultural centre of the world, and an irresistible lure to many of the world's greatest artists, thinkers, writers, and musicians. They brought the city to life with conversation and performance, art, music, and books, and the hares revelled in the opportunity to go about the city and absorb some of its cultural riches. For a literary Francophile like George, the chance to immerse himself in French society, culture and language was especially satisfying. While for Sylvia, Paris represented an opportunity to rediscover her music, with its rich offering of concerts, ballets, private salons and the great Paris opera, only the year before the hare's arrival, Stravinsky's ballet, The Rite of Spring, had caused one of the greatest sensations in the history of music, and the city was alive with the sounds of Ravel, Debussy and Saint-Saëns, whose compositions Sylvia remembered playing at the Royal Academy. George's position with the bank, his charm of manner, and his fluent French brought a number of invitations and Georgette sometimes went with her parents to a salon or the theatre. There were also galleries, museums, parks, and monuments to see, and already an astute observer, she took note of many things which she would later use in her novel, Helen. In the book, Georgette would recall something of those heady Paris months. Part of the story recounts 16-year-old Helen's first visit to Paris, with her father, Jim Marchant, and her governess, Jane Pilbury. Helen revels in her new home and is fascinated by the city. Never were more inveterate sightseers than Jane and Helen. For over a fortnight they explored Paris, they walked round and round the streets which formed an outer circle about the Etoile, trying to decide which view of the Arc was most pleasing. Helen thought she liked the one from the Avenue Marceau, where you saw the Arc three-quarter full, and least the view from the Avenue Wagram. They spent hours in the Rue de la Paix, gazing at almost incredible frocks and jewels, and marvelled at the size of Napoleon in the Place Vendôme. They crossed the river to the Invalide and the Faubourg Saint-Germain, and they went north to the Montmartre, and gasped to see the white wonder which, when finished, was to be the Sacré-Cœur. They talked in exclamation marks, Helen said, and could not find enough words to express what they felt. Helen attends morning school where she studies history, literature and languages, but the afternoons were free for amusement. When they would journey down the Seine on little steamboats or drive out to Fontainebleau, there were concerts too and theatres, exhibitions and picture galleries, or most enthralling of all, the opera, Many of Helen's fictional experiences in Paris echo her creators, although Georgette was to give her heroine a more peaceful departure from the city than she herself would experience. 
conflict came unexpectedly when, on Saturday the 1st of August 1914, Germany declared war and began its advance towards the French frontier. Three days later, Germany invaded Belgium, and on the 4th of August, Britain declared war. Georgette and her family remained in the French capital throughout August and into September, and she celebrated her 12th birthday in Paris. Her parents read the papers and sought information from friends and colleagues while they decided what to do. Like many people in those early weeks of the war, they were not convinced the conflict would last. But as the Germans moved south and west through Belgium, reports of the brutality of their advance made those living in Paris increasingly nervous.